Hello, and welcome back to Pulliver, a BMX podcast with Chris Doyle. I wanted to take a quick moment of appreciation and say thank you to everybody who has liked and commented and subscribed and reached out with nice messages and really just uh, embraced this little podcast that I'm doing. I read all of the comments and I take all of the suggestions to heart. And uh, again, I really, I really appreciate it. I'm trying to get to all of the people that, that people keep suggesting. I, I get a lot of the same names over and over again. I'm not going to say those names, but um, I'm, I do this as a hobby and I really do want to get to, you know, all, all the, uh, you know, the heavy hitters that you want to hear from. But uh, I guess it just takes time. And uh, I just kind of do these when, uh, when the opportunity presents itself. So um, again, just want to take a quick moment to say thank you to everybody for, uh, for, uh, for liking what I'm doing. Anyways, on to our next guest. Next on the podcast is a friend of mine, a guy that I've known for over 20 years now, Ryan Biz Jordan. Biz and I have had careers that ran parallel for a number of years, and a guy who has really, really stood the test of time, yet, in my opinion, is still one of the most underrated riders of all time. I've seen Biz you know, kill it in big, high-profile contests, dirt contests. I've seen him do well in park contests and, as of recent, really excel in the street world. He's always been a guy who's done things his own way and has certainly earned the respect of riders old and young around the world. And I'm really proud that Biz is still a professional BMX bike rider. I'm still uh, in awe of the things that he's able to do. And uh, he's still pushing himself. And it's really impressive for a guy that's now pushing 40 to really be standing out in that street world. And, and you can see this, uh, you can see what I'm talking about in the newly released headlights video. Um, I tend to talk too much in these intros, but uh this was a fun interview, just two friends chatting, talking shit, sharing a few memories, a few laughs. This is Ryan Biz Jordan. Enjoy. Now we're up and running. Finally. I know, I'm sorry, it takes me forever. <laughs> it's uh, okay. How does my setup compare to uh, Dennis Anderson's? I mean, Dennis has no video, but I'm sure he has an iPhone, but... <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, they get both get the job job done. Yeah, this is a pretty crude setup, but it yeah. actually works pretty good. Yeah. How many podcasts have you done? Not that many. It may seem like it just seems like it because I did Dennis's not too long ago, but and then I did the come up years ago, and then um, but even if I was like, we were like, oh, should we even do this? But Dennis doesn't his he won't see know the same thing that we've experienced you know like right or maybe different audience that might watch yours or you know so yeah so you haven't done a podcast with a guy that you've known for yeah i haven't done i haven't done one that's been able to like ask me questions about stuff that i've kind of done earlier in my riding career you know oh shit well because we're got 
damn pushing 40 now, so it's kind of hot. You don't get too many of those. We <laughs> are, in fact, pushing 40. Yeah. Um, but uh, where are we right now? We're in uh, Newport, Newport Beach. Beach. Newport Beach, California. Dude, this is nice, man. This is really nice out here. Yeah, let, um, um, I'll let the people know that we just took a nice little ride on the beach yeah. and uh, had a nice nice dinner. Yeah, batting way above my average. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's nice out here. But, yeah. uh, like, you lived in Corona. Yeah. Which is, like, time. the 909 that, like... You lived out there for what, like? Well, that's where I lived when I first moved out here from Massachusetts was Corona. Yeah, and lived out there from 2001 to 2012. No. Yeah, 2012, 2013. But those were good times. Yeah, I can't mean, complain. Can't, it was awesome, amazing, best of times. Uh, yeah. Do you meet? You probably meet kids out here all the time that don't even know that you're from New England, that you're from Massachusetts. Oh, huh? uh, probably. Most of them actually don't because I'm almost at the halfway point where it's been the equal amount of living in each, you know what I mean? Like, it'll, it'll, well, from when I started traveling, you know, so I've almost been gone as much as I've lived away from there, you know, or lived there. Yeah, when people ask where I'm from, I never, I, I do not say North Carolina anymore. I'm always like, oh, I'm from Pittsburgh. See, I still, because I still say Massachusetts, we have pride. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, yeah, man, you really threw me off there. We have pride. Um, so much pride that you left. No, to move those, those, hey, those winters, man, and the, the industry ain't there. Tell you what, my career would have ended 12 years ago if I didn't move. You oh, think? Oh, definitely, for sure. Enzo I, always says that, too. You move, add an extra five to his career. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I was really surprised that you never did live in, like, Pennsylvania. Like, I, you spent you spent some summers with us up in Erie. But now I was always like, I wonder if business. Shut off. Oh. You're shut off. No. Oh, sorry. Did I cut this? What happened? I can't hear it as good. Wait, can I? Hello? Never mind. You sound fine through mine. Really? Yeah. Oh, because I can't hear it good anymore. But I don't know. Yeah, you're coming in crystal clear. Oh, really? Online. Maybe I can. All right, never mind. All right, back it, to that question. Even sorry. if you can't hear it, like it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Thanks. Now I'm gonna have to edit. <laughs> but uh. No, I was really surprised you never moved to Erie because you were really close with like Chris Bennett, myself, yeah. and like Sesney, and all those guys. Like I was always like, oh, I don't know, because then winter time came around and I'd stay out here and I'd be like, man, this is pretty cool, you know? <laughs> like it was. It, yeah, but I did spend a lot of uh, summers out there, so but. that's true. Yeah, um, and I, I mean, always got girlfriends in California too, so I think a lot of that like played into it and kept me out in California too, you know? So, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, so. But, I mean, we still rode a lot. Like, me and Chris and Mike, we still rode. It was, like, indoor oh, yeah, you guys probably rode more than we did out here. Yeah. You, know? you guys are at the Shebang every day or something like that. But Shebang, Section yeah. 8, Studio. The, yeah, that was always the dream after high school It was to move to Pittsburgh. That was, like, what I wanted to do, you know? Well, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's no Newport Beach. <laughs> no, I'll, say yeah, I'll, I'll take um, I'll take where I'm at now. <laughs> yeah, no, a bit uh, hairy. <laughs> I mean, I like living in Pittsburgh, but I mean, like, it's been a long time since I've been to California yeah. now, and like, just pedaling down the beach, I'm like, oh my god, like this is. Yeah, looking at the ocean, um, it soothes you. It does something, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, so you moved out here strictly to like better your career, further your career. Oh yeah, for well, just. Yeah, and following following Jerry and just you know, so it was. Yeah, I don't. 
it was yeah i don't know i think it was just the winter thing mostly like you know i'd, I'd say that was like in, entices everyone to come to california you know, yeah just having no winter you know yeah um i want to say congrats on headlights oh thank you on Appreciate uh, that. you know i i think you know in the last year or so probably the biggest dvd to come out um, even though I don't know if it ever no, came out no, as a no. full like iTunes. a physical yeah, yeah, DVD, yeah. but yeah, I, I bought it on iTunes. And I was like, it's oh. on YouTube now. So, yeah. Okay, it's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess I. Yeah. Really they just it. released my. They're releasing a part every Friday, and they just released mine. Okay. So, so yeah. I guess I didn't need to buy it on iTunes. Tech, if you don't want to support BMX, but know. I like to support. But the it's industry. all right because Ride went under anyways. So and then it was supporting Ride. So now it's. But now it's released on our BMX. Okay. So yeah. Okay, so go to YouTube. Watch, yeah. Watch business part. Um, super good part and I've always been like really proud anytime you put something out because like you're in the like you're mostly in the street world now um, whereas we'll get to your yeah, your yeah. dirt jumping career here in yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. but like it's so much harder I think to age in the street world as opposed to like you can be a trail rider for the rest of your yeah. life I mean because it's, it's a little bit more forgiving on your body but like streets streets gnarly I don't yeah, I don't know. It all it did. It just came. It it was an, it was easy. It wasn't. It didn't seem that hard for me. Like to, and the stuff I do is kind of a little different than I'm not like I see like a lot of the stuff the kids do on the street. Like I can't like jump around, grind, ding, 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 one eighties out, like all that stuff. So I, I try and take the stuff I know from racing or that kind of background and, and apply it to street and it, it kind of works, you know, <laughs> like your spot usage. I, that's a main is... thing too. I have to look outside the box. I can't, I'm not, you can't take me to something and I'm just going to ride that like ledge or anything. Like even if, if you take me to like a famous spot, I ha I look outside the edges, like even in my headlights part, they take, we all went to that one spot in Arizona that has the rails on the top, you know? Yeah. And I was like surprised to find something there that no one else has done. And I was like, no, nope, you know, so. Well, yeah, I, a lot of kids get like super excited when they see like the spot they've seen in a hundred different videos yeah. and magazines and things like that. But I think thinking outside the box has definitely helped contribute to your, your and, career. And it's not because I, I, I have to think outside the box, you know what I mean? Well, dude, there was that one spot. Um, it's like the ways, it looks like a playground. Oh, yeah. And you're like riding that, it like a set would, of trails. Yeah, yeah. But that's something you would do there anyways. But it was that was actually way harder than it looked, maybe. <laughs> like, it took me a long time. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, because you're curving, and it, it's pulling you out, and you're trying to stay on the skinny path, and then you're jumping and trying to curve again, you know? And then it was... It was, yeah, it was definitely hard, harder than I thought. When I watched the part, I was like, oh, that looks like the type of thing I would ride. Like, yeah. that, I'd be into you'd that. You'd do it. You'd do it for sure. It just takes a minute to figure, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I always thought, you know, like, your spot usage was, like, always on point. And, uh, like, the creativity of, yeah. of it all. And, like, you might not be doing the hardest tricks, but everything you do looks, like, really clean. It's, like, no sketch. It's, like, Thank you. You, you pop the trick perfectly how it's supposed to look. I just, yeah, I, I figure if I'm not, I'm not going to do the most things, like, if... In that part, I double pegs. I don't even do an ice pick in that whole part, and I love doing ice picks. I think it's double pegs and one smith, all double pegs. But I, I don't know. I just try and do the double peg on something different, or, or, yeah. or do it the best I can. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't. I try not to do anything sloppy. You know? Yeah. Well, it works out, yeah. <laughs> and like people really take notice. Yeah, I'm, I'm psyched that the feed like the feedback has been amazing. And, yeah. And, 
I, I can't stand like people just trying to fit so many tricks into like one little spot. Like, yeah, I'd rather have you do the one thing you can do the, the best instead of five things sloppy. Yeah, the less is more yeah, exactly. mentality, I guess. Um, but yeah, you, and you definitely have that advantage of like coming from a trail background to like the things that would scare a normal person, like a normal street rider might not frighten you at all. Like it, the, it definitely gives you, a, I think, a little bit of an advantage. But you're, you're right. You're absolutely right in that like street seemed to come really natural to you. Because I remember uh, one summer, I think maybe the summer of 2000 or 2001 even, and you were like, doing bunny hops on like the roller at the trails it's like i'm sorry you're doing like bunny hop tail whips on the roller at the trails and i'm like damn that's pretty crazy like no it it seems it's not a big deal now but i remember back then it would be in like you and bennett like tripping out and stuff and i I remember i filmed it for the video and like i remember you guys telling me people flipped out at the well bennett did at the premiere or something for up in arms or whatever well you do a line through the trails And then like it looks like you're just stopping and yeah. then you kind of like air up a lip and you come back and you tail up the roller. Yeah. And no one, I think like maybe Osato was like. It was more like a, there was a free, few guys doing that, but it would be more like, yeah, the freestyle like guys, you know, right, like Osato right. or something. Yeah. So it definitely did seem like it, it came pretty natural to you. And then uh, at the East Coast Terminal when you did the bunny hop truck uh-huh. driver. Yeah, yeah. Like no one was really messing with that stuff yet. And I still don't see, you don't see a lot of flat ground bunny hop trucks i'm sure no you do really like, yeah yeah like over kinney and garrett and chad and those guys they'll do them in a line and it's it's pretty it, i love seeing it just how good they pop like carrying speed and pop it in a, in a line and do it real good you know yeah but i swear like even that day i was like fuck that was the best one i ever did because it was like yeah lucky threw down some money and stuff so that was that was still like a, that feels like yesterday which is crazy when what so, that would have been like 2002 maybe 2002 yeah 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 in the parking lot of east coast terminal in, yeah. in binghamton like biz does the bunny hop truck <laughs> and it was like popped super high and like yeah. i remember like uh maybe it was frymouth was frymouth there someone like Probably. someone of that of yeah, that yeah. nature was like what the fuck was that <laughs> So we talked about like your you know, street riding, but let's go back. Let's talk a little bit more about, um, I met you at the Christmas Classic in 1997. Yeah. And this was like my, um, Breakout, I know, yeah. this was like when I, I was 16 years old and you, yeah. you must've been 16 yeah, as well. Yeah. And uh, I made a final and I got a sponsor. And then like the whole year I was sponsored and I was doing contests. Yeah. And then the very next year, the same, like pretty much the same thing happened to you. It was, no, it was the same exact thing. I got the same exact place as you, too. Yeah, you got seventh yeah, place. Yeah, I got seventh place, yeah. Um, but I remember, uh, even that first year, though, I remember you in practice. <laughs> I remember you did a bar catch bar. Yeah. I was like, wow, that dude's good. But for whatever reason, you didn't make finals. But then the following year, it was like, dude, this guy's legit. Um, and I remember seeing your name. I was looking at the qualifier sheet. 12. Qualified 12. Qualified 12. <laughs> and I was like, who's Ryan Jordan? And... I was like, oh, that's that kid. That's that's Biz. Like I, I'd heard of you. I was such yeah. as as we are. We were like props nerds, and yeah. you had a clip in like the Massachusetts yeah, scene yeah, report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I recognize <laughs> that dude. Um, but uh, so talk a little bit about growing up as a trail rider slash dirt jumper. Uh, a little bit about your scene. I know you, like Jerry Bagley was one yeah. of your boys growing up, and uh, just coming up in that New England scene, which yeah. is a pretty like well-respected scene like yeah. it's well, got a I don't know, pretty rich us, history yeah. for us i thought we, yeah well i'll go back later but yeah where it started like um as far 
as long as I can remember, I've always been on like a bike jumping shit. And then we'll fast forward a bit, you know, like, yeah, I was always jumping stuff because I had an older brother, you know, so I was like always on a bike, always jumping stuff, remember. And then we had a local BMX track up the road called Wakefield BMX. And we'd um, pedal there and ride there. And I, went, I started going there real young. And Jerry, Jerry was there. And Jerry was probably like 13. So I was probably like 10 or nine. And I'd see him then. And he was like the local badass at like 13 already. And then I just got to know Jerry like from, from the track days, you know. And then um, slowly like he, he was friends with my brother a little bit. So they, they'd like come around. We had like a little crew that starts, like kind of started. And Jerry started Jump Snare's house. And then that, that's the first, I seen Jerry, okay, so I seen Jerry dig a jump and then he went to build the next jump after it. And I was like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I didn't understand like how like a rhythm section would work. I didn't think you could carry speed to get that next one, you know? Yeah. Like that was, I still remember that being like, what are you doing? Like he was <laughs> like, I must've been like 12 or 13 and yeah, he was building a rhythm section and I didn't know that that would work. <laughs> yeah. That was trippy to me. You didn't like understand the concept yeah, of like landing. Yeah, of pumping, of like pumping, then, you know? Like, yeah, I still remember that, like so vividly. I remember like, I remember riding a quote unquote rhythm section for the first yeah. time and you're like, it trips you out. Like, oh, this is like what the pros ride. Yeah. Like, this is like, I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, but who else was in that scene? Because I know like, uh, Cookie? Yeah, Joe Cedarquist, Cookie. Yeah, well, it started out, started out as Dookie because he, look, he looked like the lead singer of um, Green Day. So, oh, yeah. so someone older, like a different crowd, like, aren't you that? Like, no, they called him Dookie. And then it, <laughs> someone messed it up and then it turned to Cookie. Yeah, so Cookie was like the... Like, Good for him. Everyone has like the, the filmer in the crew. And yeah. He was like the filmer guy in ours and stuff. And then Jerry was a few years older, so he was like... Getting, he was like going to nationals and stuff at that time when he was like 15, 16, like 17. So he was out, he was out there and like he'd go to races and stuff and come back and we'd be like so stoked to hear like the stories like, whoa, you saw these guys, like you saw these pros. So he was like already going and like racing to na- nationals and stuff. And at that time, like the class he was in was, you'll know, the class. 16 like, expert dude, class. 16, like Joey Garcia, like all those dudes, like that was the class, you know? Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, because... Joe, um, Jerry was like a bit of a race prodigy, like as a, yeah. as a kid. So, um, wow. So um, you're riding with your crew and like, at what point are you like, well, I should maybe, you know, try my luck in some contests. I, I know. Well, it um, wasn't like I, my first con, like my first contest was um, South Park 97. You weren't there. You weren't, you weren't probably, you weren't allowed to travel yet then. Did you ride amateur? <laughs> no. Pro. Okay. The six pack. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Bennett, that's the first time we saw Bennett three both ways. Right. And we were like, oh my god. So that was my first pro contest. There was no amateur then, so But the following year you yeah. did ride amateur in South Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got second place? Yeah, with Mikey got first. Mikey Aiken yeah. won it. Yeah. And the reason the the reason we didn't enter pro because it was a hundred dollars. Oh, okay. And it was like, dude, a hundred dollars for 16 year old kid or something that that wasn't like I just didn't have that like you know like right laying around so but you had like I, I and like I said I remember um I remember you from that that first my first contest the Christmas yeah. classic and I always I I, I noticed right away I was like he's got a like really clean style like uh yeah this really like everything looked really effortless which was like really important at that time when like style yeah. was paramount 
Yeah. Like if you had wax style, people just didn't <laughs> like you. I was like, oh, yeah. dude's got good style and he does tricks. Like you could do. I, yeah. I never felt like I had like style, but I didn't have bad style. I just kind of like, you know, did things, you know, but it, it wouldn't. I wouldn't say I had, you know what I'm, you know what I'm trying you to say? You weren't like whipping it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know um, what I mean? Like, but everything yeah. looked the way that it was supposed yeah, to look. So, Similar yeah. to like how Not, you ride street I, yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I thought like, I was like, oh man, like when I saw you in practice that following year when it was like the yeah. two six packs side by side, I was like, that dude's going to be good. <laughs> and then you made finals. And, and to, if you made finals at the Christmas Classic, yeah, that was a huge deal. Because that's like the first... I guess you could technically say it was the last contest of that year, but like yeah. it was like the first big event of the year. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah. When like everyone would come together. <laughs> when, you have, when, it, when you have people flying from California to ride indoors in Ohio in yeah. December, you know, it's like everyone would go to those events. Like, and I remember that year that you did really well. The the year that you played seventh, like Nyquist was there, yeah. and like Joey Garcia was there, and um, was that Wachowiak one? Yeah, right. Yeah, one hand Atlanta. Barspin, Barspin, one hand Atlanta. But, uh, like, you were doing tail whips. Yeah. Not a lot of dudes were doing tail whips. Like, Garcia wasn't doing tail whips. Like, Nyquist wasn't tail whipping yet. Gar- uh, no, Gar- I, no, actually, Garcia didn't even learn yet. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it was, like, maybe later that year he started doing tail yeah. whips. But, like, you were, like, one of the... As far as, like, if you could do tail whips, everyone knew who you were. But, like, yeah. you were still relatively unknown, and you're doing tail whips. And, and kids listening are like, so yeah. what? It's a tail whip. But, like... <laughs> No one was like, Dude, if you was, had, t- I can name everyone on like one hand that did him that thing. Like Todd could do him, but he didn't. I no, he didn't he, do it in the he contest. Need, he needed a little jump. Yeah, Lavin, Lavin would do it, and then Taj if he entered a contest, but he wouldn't go to those things. And then the random freestyle guy that would show up. And yeah, huck a tail whip. You know? Yeah, um, I remember one run you did, no footer X up, no footer. Yeah. Yeah, and then you did X up, and then you did no footer, bar spin, no footer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because, uh, remember Mike Arteline yeah, did that in the prop? that's one of my favorite clips ever. Dude. Yeah. But, even, yeah, even going back to that South Park that we were talking about with Mikey, I remember entering amateur, and I was like, oh, I got this. I was like, oh, I can't end a pro, but I'll get this amateur. And then fucking Mikey rolls in, and he's hitting, he's threeing the massive line, like, threeing that jump and shit. And I was just like, dude, this dude's something different. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, you could kind of see what... Like Mikey, as he was yeah. like progressing, like that that dude's gonna be something special. Yeah, wasn't that that <laughs> that was the contest that uh, you blew <laughs> blew off the edge, right? Yeah, uh, this, this isn't my interview though. Like this I know, is about I know, you, I but, know, uh, but I like to. I no, yeah, I, I it was raining, it was wet. I was riding Cornemuse bike because yeah. I'd already raked out my forks. Um, but it, so the Christmas Classic was really what set your career off. Yeah. Um, but you didn't get immediately sponsored right away after the Christmas Classic. Because I remember you like and I... Like three months later. We went yeah, out to the yeah, yeah. Sea Otter. Yeah, that's um, where I got sponsored, though. Because there was that dirt circuit yeah, that yeah. got canceled. And that's when you met Lou Caparelli, right? Yeah. And yep. he's the one that put you on Huffy? Yeah, yeah. So Huffy was like your first... Yeah, very first sponsor. Yeah. Um, and what was, like, what was it like riding for Huffy Bicycles? I mean, they had a pretty stacked team at that time. Dude, at the time, you know, it was... Um, I mean, at that time, it might have, I think it It was getting over the hump a little bit of people giving you as much shit as you, like, maybe, like, a few years before, like, those, you would have got way more shit than you did, and maybe even in, like, 99 or 2000, you know, I think a lot more people did it. You weren't, you know what I mean? Is that seem for, did that, was that, at least in my eyes, it seemed that way, right? What do you mean? 
like in 96 or 7, if you took like one of those sponsors, it'd be like way worse than you did a few years later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at that time, Huffy had a pretty good team. Yeah, and like you had the, yeah, like Ruben and Nasty and Frymouth and all those guys. And then Artelene was on Huffy as well. So like they, I don't think, I think because their team was so good, people were like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Like I always looked at the team, like who was riding for yeah. them but, more than the brand itself. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I always looked at it. I'm like, damn, these people are gonna send me places and they're gonna pay me, and I get to go and go cool, do cool things. You know, like that was. A, but you were like primarily just going like contest to contest. I, that, that was point. a show guy at first. Oh, you were doing shows? Yeah, yeah. Oh damn. How, <laughs> oh damn. How, well, <laughs> dude, shows were not especially on Huffy because you'd find yourself. In a Walmart parking lot. That's exactly the, where I would be. <laughs> in the middle of summer in like Dayton, Ohio. But I loved it though. I left, dude, I went straight from a week after high school to one Huffy tour, you know, like that was awesome. You know, like that'd be now, no way do I want to do that. But then like, that was the coolest thing ever. Like I roll up to the hotel and Frymouth's there and, and stuff. And I'm like, this is awesome. This is a week after high school. And I'm still, yeah, I'm still like shit is so new and like you're just fanning out still you know yeah like, i'm like dude i'm about to go into a fireman but yeah those those first few years of like any like yeah. you're living your dream basically yeah. like you're like oh god this is all like happening yeah. all of a sudden even though you probably imagined like it wouldn't be on huffy but like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's still happening but how were you on huffy until they went on like not went under but like yeah yeah they went they just went bankrupt and everything and that's when you started riding for volume yep yep volume all right yeah uh and uh, did you were you on volume prior to moving out to cali or when did no, you that actually was way before when yeah, did you yeah. actually move out to cali dude that was on i i was on schwinn when i moved and then i moved back home for a bit okay yeah so it was after like y2k yeah yeah but and and you got on uh volume like uh, i got on schwinn in end of 2000 Okay. And I was on volume. I was on volume not long at all. Just because I, I did all these contests and then just the phone was blowing up. You know, like I, I did good that year on volume. Like good at contests. I was like top five or top seven, you know, like every contest. So, and then you just get phone calls like Gary Fisher, K2, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. So. That's got to be so crazy for, uh, I don't know, like my age demographic of the listeners that I have, but like, for a kid like now to, like kids are killing themselves yeah, for yeah. like for like almost nothing yeah and to think like okay you made a few finals and then your phone's ringing off the hook yeah, with those like those finals are hard man what's that those finals are hard yeah <laughs> well, yeah, no, just, dude, yeah yeah i know yeah you got the heaviest hitters yeah, yeah. to ever like yeah, touch yeah. a bike you have like tj lavin and nyquist and yeah. joey garcia and nasty and then murray like i mean it, it to make a final in those days was a big deal yeah. it it yeah, it was different than I felt like it it was kind of the same pack for a while. So if you if you brought yourself into that pack, you got noticed, you know what I mean? Now these days you can go to contests, dude, you might not even know will might win, you know, like every other contest, but right? Um well yeah, and, and regardless of if if you got first or 10th or yep. 12th, you were still going to get some television time. So that yeah. was super valuable to the bike companies that were sponsoring you. So um case in point Gravity Games, 2000, kind of yeah. like your hometown, like it's big, high-paying event where like 
they have their superstars. They have like Nastasio. Remember the like the TV intros when they like, had they had like Nastasio <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the airplane hangar yeah, and it's yeah. all like dramatic <laughs> and they have TJ Dude, crazy. and Nyquist. And you weren't really on anyone's radar prior to the contest. But I remember watching you ride practice and you're killing it. Like three sixty over one set, tail up on the next, or you do like a tail up, then yeah. a three sixty and and I remember I literally remember <laughs> TJ Lavin like over my shoulder I could hear him and he goes Dude, Biz is going to win this contest. <laughs> really? I don't know if you ever heard that or no, not. No, no. That's awesome, though. Dude, he, lit- he literally, like, I, I remember it vividly. Because <laughs> remember, like, those early years, you yeah. remember everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Biz is going to win this contest. And everyone's like, dude, he's like, <laughs> he's on one right now. And, like, everyone knew that you could do three whips. Yeah, yeah. And, like, again, this is, your, this is Y2K. <laughs> yeah. No one's doing 360 tail whips. Except for, like, Lavin. Lavin, yeah. Of course. The freestylers. Um, yeah. And yourself, of course. But, like... You qualify, you make finals, and you get third. And what payout was like, what, eight grand? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that was a good payout. There's actually a good photo that I'll probably post yeah, yeah. as we're doing this, but it's, it's TJ yeah. won, of course. Your boy got second, and Biz <laughs> got third. But that, to me, that was like a turning point in my whole career, my whole life, where yeah. I was like, whoa, this is a big, like, I got tons of, and, and you got, uh, as well, like a lot of television time, even though we didn't have the hype. Yeah, yeah. But it was like sponsors, like yeah. all over our, our shirts and and helmets and everything. Not me, I looked, I looked like cool. You actually looked really. You looked <laughs> yeah. like a trail rider. Yeah, yeah. That like just got in there. Yeah, like, I was still on volume. Yeah. Everyone so. else is in jerseys and everything, yeah. but like that podium shot, like. Man, do you do you remember getting um, after that we just got dragged to like press area and like did this thing and me and you are sitting on either side of TJ and TJ just rifling off like blah blah those questions like it's like he's been there all day and we're like what the fuck yeah no one asked us a single single question we're just like looking like so TJ did you know you were gonna win it from the beginning and like I think TJ was the type of guy though that he he was like oh you know I'm just I'm happy that my boys can do well too and it's like yeah yeah TJ's the best yeah yeah but that contest I'm I you do you remember those I still remember times when sh- like stuff just was like clicked. You didn't have to think and you just do it and it was easy, you know? Like I, I remember that day being like that, you know, just like tail whoops and rhythm and stuff, which might not sound like a big deal, but tail whoops and rhythm were kind of a th- like a, a thing that wasn't around for, a, you know? Oh, yeah. Like it, it took no, a- that was like, that. Yeah. those are big deal tricks. And I, I, I think it was like maybe a year or two after that was when like, uh, Joey Garcia was like doing tail ups and yeah. rhythm like real consistently and he was like winning like every yeah. contest but it's like you were doing that like so far ahead of, of everybody else but uh, that like so you had a really good contest year on yeah. volume and then like you kind of make it to the big time <laughs> yeah. which is like riding for Schwinn yeah and nice. at the time this is like fuck it's like Brian Foster and Alan Foster and yeah. the Schwinn team was just like unmatched by like any team yeah that was crazy how long were you on schwinn for <laughs> like less than a year <laughs> it was less than a year yeah it, it might not even have been a whole year yeah why do i remember why do i think that it was like two years no, no i probably had a two-year deal but it was probably they went bankrupt that like, shit like, went it might have been like a, like exactly a year or like it felt like way longer but yeah. um your like world champion runs yeah um that day too that was like a memorable like you were still on I, volume for the world Champion. yeah yeah so yeah volume sent me over for that because you know they, they they had distribution in germany and 
and they asked me to go to that and I was like okay so I went to Germany and that that was that was one like I can I can I've no like top three like all-time riding days of my life and that's that's one of them yeah the Germany worlds because that was always such like you'd see like footage of it and like videos and props and it'd just be like crowd like a sea of people you know like yeah. and, and they're like it's a different crowd than America and it's because they're all drunk yeah and I remember showing up there and I was just like what the fuck this shit is fucking crazy right and I just like practicing with practicing with dudes that don't really go to contests as much you know what i mean like the joe riches and the Tajes yeah. and stuff and i was like fuck and this is like a different you know like different vibe than what the other contests were well yeah you it was almost like there would be like the crowd would be like so like in on the jumps yeah. that there was like a little path Dude, if you got off yeah. the, off the course you're gonna hit like five drunk germans <laughs> But uh, yeah, I remember, like, you had the clips in uh, in props, you know, <clears throat> and you do that line where it's, like, big 360, yeah. a tail up, then a three whip. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was, like, a highlight of that contest in that yeah. th- that video part. But that, that video was so sick. Yeah, that was, yeah, that day everything just clicked, too. I remember just being able to do everything, and I was like, fuck, this is awesome. And to get second behind Taj, like, my all-time favorite rider ever, you know, like, that was, like the best (laughs) yeah like yeah but that was like i don't know if uh, taj was like in his prime then like yeah and the tricks he was doing like the big one-handed tail yeah yeah. and he did like a no footer one-hander to late yeah 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 Yeah, Yeah. that was dope and uh but that got you qualified for x games so you were like in x games that year yeah that did that yeah 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 it did yeah so like but I, i keep thinking back to like where you are now as like the street rider that you are and like how many people would know like at one point you were like a top five dirt jumper that's that's with this podcast that's what i was like mostly interested in talking about was like you know coming up as a like one of the best dirt jumpers for a long time um but then like that's when we started to notice like this natural like pop and the 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 natural like street prowess that you had even though like street wasn't nearly as popular yet as it uh yeah as it was going to be in the years later so it was like kind of working out for you and that like you know bmx was going in a direction that you were kind of going in yeah anyways but um do you remember when uh you <laughs> i i was on road fools road, road fools eight. Oh yeah i remember and we were out to dinner <laughs> yeah and i forget it came up that i was like this big props nerd yeah. which i i totally was like i knew everything about props and i was like oh my my friend biz he knows everything about props too and marco's like oh yeah i've heard of, i've heard of biz like what what's his story and then like someone else chimed in like oh yeah he's the coolest <laughs> dude and like we start talking about you at the dinner table and it's like matt berenger yeah. and dave osato and all these other guys and uh i was like you should get him on a road fools and marco's like all right, let's call him. And like, we called you, like, the Dude, whole props I still remember crew. where I was when I got the phone call. I was in my room in Corona. And know? this is, like, cell phones are new, right? Yeah. So, like, everyone's, like, I think it was my phone, and, like, we're passing it around, and everyone's like, hey, Biz, what's yeah. up? And then Marco's like, you want to go on the next Road Fools? <laughs> yeah. And, again, it's like, that's such a huge it's, deal. Yeah, like, people, yeah, people won't understand, like, yeah, but to be invited in, the, in, in those times was, like, a, it was crazy. Like, it was, like... Like, even I remember you, like, you were in the mix, you know? Like, you were in, the, in like, the mix, like, good. And I remember you getting invited, and you were like, whoa, like, I can't, like... So, like, people that went on it even, like, were like, whoa, like, tripping that they even got to go, you know? Yeah. It, it was... Yeah, so I remember where I was. Yeah, I was in my room in Corona. <laughs> you called, and I was like, whoa. 
Well, I, re I remember, so the phone got passed around. You got invited by Marco. And I remember like the phone finally came back to me. And I was like, Biz, dude, you're gonna go on Road Fools. And, and you're like, Doyle, this is like our dream. <laughs> 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 that yeah. I, I vividly remember. Like, this is like our dream. Because <laughs> we were like such props mm. geeks, like knowing like everything. And everyone would always say like, oh, we should do like a contest between you and Biz. <gasps> yeah. Although I'd only, I only knew stuff up to like the 20s or something, well, you know, like. Yeah, after a while I started to lose touch. Yeah, but yeah. Road Fools was such a big deal because yeah. they'd always do these like, um, these like reader polls in Ride Magazine. Like, what's your favorite video? And like, yeah. it was always like, uh, Road Fools was like the biggest seller of like yeah. any BMX video that year. And like to be on that was like huge. And your sponsors would be stoked because yeah. you're on like the biggest video of the year. Um, but so you make this appearance on, on Road Fools 9 and it's like the world's like introduced to biz. <laughs> like the biz that like a yeah, lot of us yeah, already yeah, knew yeah. from like yeah, yeah. On, being on the dirt jumping scene. But on that, at that time, weren't you on DK? Yeah, I was. I was you were on, on DK. DK for like what, a couple months? Yeah, like two months or something, like three months or something. Yeah. Dude, you've had a lot of sponsors. <laughs> I know, I know. You've had a lot of like... Frame sponsors, yeah. Like dope, yeah. like Huffy. It Schwinn. wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't... Yeah. How did that come about? How did you get on DK? So Schwinn went under. Yeah, Schwinn went under, and then Button Deck hit me up. Yeah, it, it happened at your house in Erie. He hit me up. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, he happened at, it, yeah, it happened in Erie, and he hit me up, and I was like, yeah. Because I wasn't really riding anyone for a bit. Like, I had, like, some offers and shit from, like, free agent and stuff, but I was like, they wanted me to ride the Mr. Lucky, and I told them I wouldn't <sighs> ride the Mr. Lucky, and I was like, I'll ride a different frame because the, the money was really good, and I was like, damn, this would be really good money but yeah i was like i cannot write a square back end you know something no that was diamondback diamondback was a square back i was like i cannot write a square back end i was like man i can't i can't do it i can't do it and i was like so then yeah and then i just waited for a bit and like dos was treating me really good so i just got to chill for a bit and i was i was i was riding like a blue a blue van frame and i was i was just had no stickers on it do you remember that i was like a lot of those clips would have been in like uh my ride part like the old one from in the life where okay I some stuff yeah dude that part was sick oh thanks yeah in the life was um you're doing like backwards handrails going <laughs> up rails <laughs> that was my first and last one no i've done like a couple more but I, that was like yeah i don't do that trick often yeah, yeah we'll uh we'll get to your video parts yeah. here in a little bit but um but i i, I want to go back to road fools nine and it was like the world was again introduced to like yeah my, this guy that I've known that like because we were pretty close for yeah, yeah, for yeah. a long time and uh, there was like superhuman <laughs> feats caught on film uh, when you ran up the fucking mountain. Someone just talked about that with me the other day too. Yeah. Well, I remember driving with you like out here in. California. I still drive it all the time and I see it all the time going to Vegas and I, yeah. You're like that's that's the Dude. mountain I ran up. Yeah. Dude, that's gnarly. I. Were you like, here's a question I've never asked you before. Were you like a star athlete, like in high school or something? <laughs> well, cause I did not play sports and I quit in like sixth grade. I didn't play any sports once it got in the way of my racing. Oh, okay. Like I was done. I was like, my mom, when I had to miss baseball practice, I mean, um, racing to go to baseball practice. And this is like, and just like sixth grade summer. I was like, I am not like, I quit all sports, you know? Um, I always just wondered if you were like this just naturally gifted athlete that could just do these like superhuman things like, okay, so running up the mountain <laughs> is in what, 30 minutes? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You ran up a mountain in 30 minutes. 
Well, it was even like crazier to get just to the base of it. The base of it was far, you know? Like, yeah. I always drive by it and I'm like, I want to like hold a contest with BMXers and bring them there and bring them from the same point and like do a contest that's a running race for BMXers, but up that. <laughs> I always thought that would be kind of funny to do. I don't know, man. I, I always considered myself to be a decent athlete yeah. and you and I got in a couple running races. <laughs> and uh, I was always super fast. I was always super fast. Dude. I, I, I'm a pretty fast runner, yeah. if I can toot my own horn. Like, I can run real fast. You might, might not know what to yeah, look yeah. at me, but I'm very gazelle-like. Well, yeah, you're tall. Um, you the, the runner's physique. But I remember racing you in a parking lot in Greenville. I still remember this. And yeah. we started sprinting, and you would just, like, come off knee surgery. <laughs> I think you had had, like, two... Yeah. Or you had, like, one knee surgery, maybe one knee surgery at this point. And I remember, as we're running, like, you're, you're starting to, you're like, get past me, and you're like... Just got off knee surgery too. <laughs> oh, really? And I'm like, shit. Damn, that's awesome. You blew past me like talking shit. And I'm like, damn. Um, and you can like lift really heavy shit and like arm wrestling. Like, dude, funny story. Like, right where we pedaled down the beach the other day, there was um, there was a thing. It was like hang hang for um a hundred seconds and you win a hundred bucks. But the thing turned the whole time, and I made it to like a minute and thirty. Like I was like a little bit away, but it was so hard. Yeah. What do you mean it turned? Like it was a hanging bar, but the bar turned the whole time. So you're constantly like forcing oh. against it. You know? so, so I was on my beach ride, and I pedaled back up to get my chick. I'm like, I need ten bucks because I was just on my road bike ride, and I was yeah. like, I want to go back. I can know I can win, but I just missed it. It was so hard to do. But that was like one of the notes I, I put in here is. Uh, yeah. Superhuman abilities. <laughs> Superhuman abilities. Uh, I don't know about that, but if you think. So going back, like, there was a time too, um, like in in the dirt jumping contest scene, like you were one of the only guys that had like like really dialed seven twenties. No, I I did them. I did some. I wouldn't say they were dialed. Like, I feel like I threw them out. Dude, I only did it. I only did a handful of them. Really? Yeah. There was a one contest in Oceanside. Yeah, that day. That was the first time I ever tried it. Yeah. I did it. You did and like yeah, five I know. or six that, that day. That day I did a bunch. And I remember after that too, like I did one that day and I remember being like BF tried one afterwards because I did one. They were like, and I think maybe what, Todd might have tried one too. Or Todd, something. really? Yeah, I, I swear. Yeah, but huh. I just tried it and it worked. I think because I didn't know what I was doing and I wasn't trying to... And then once you try and, like, mess with your spin, I think that's when you, like, you know. Um, perhaps my favorite 720 of all times happened at the 2003 X Games. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a pretty talked about story. Yeah. Is it? Like, people talk about that? Oh, yeah. Probably because every time X Games comes around, I post it to okay. Instagram. <laughs> oh, too. yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, what was up with that? that, that well, I think, yeah... It, it was just the jumps were horrible, and that back then I don't know. I, I was young and didn't care, and I was just I was like I don't like the jumps. I'm gonna goof off. So I didn't I I like just didn't like the jumps, and I think I tried to three the first set in practice, and I remember it being hard to clear, and I front wheel cased. Oh shit! And I I fucking died, and then I was just like over the whole contest. So I was just goofing around, and then the contest comes around, and then I drop in, and I just like bar hump goof goof, and then go up on the rolling, go to turn around. A bunch of college kids in, the, in like, the stands were booing me because I didn't do shit, you know? <laughs> so then I was like, all right, fuck these kids. Like, like fuck you. And then I, I dropped in and then jumped, and, then, that was, and then, then I did the seven, you know? 
So everyone always thought I was just like flipping the crowd off after that. And it was like, no, it was to those college kids in the back that, that challenged me. <laughs> so it was pretty like, legendary moment. So I wanted to show them, yeah. 720 straight to the middle finger. I'll be sure to post that yeah. when I'm, I'm talking about your, your interview here. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the video parts that you've put out. You've already mentioned In the Life, that ride video. Yeah. Uh, that's when you did the uh, Never Been Done Before. When now was that? Was it in the life when you did the hurricane bar spin? Yeah, yeah, because Bennett filmed a lot of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, when when would that have come out? That was two thousand one. Yeah. So you might you must have been still in volume at that point. I, I was I'm, off Schwinn. A lot of it I was off Schwinn. I was riding a Schwinn, but I was off Schwinn. Okay. Yeah. A lot of that was filmed in Erie, just over in Erie, you know, and visit visiting home in Boston with Cookie, and filmed him. But okay. most of it I was on just, I was off Schwinn, but staying with Bennett. Yeah. Okay. And you and Chris Bennett have had like a pretty long friendship, huh? Yeah. Is, and is that how like you got on square one? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. Because you had a yeah. part in like, in the... Up in Arms, I Up think in Arms. Was. Yeah, yeah. Or it was yeah. like you and Dave or Jacobs. Or Empire East too, before oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Empire East really was That like, was Jim's video. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was sick. You wrote to that Digger song. What is it? Boy Toy Days? Oh, that was a split part with Jim, too. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we had a split part. But it was, like, pretty much all trails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you had one in Up in Arms, which is where you did the, the tail up on that roll. Yeah, me, Garrett Burns, and Dave Jacobs split part. <sighs> yeah. That's a heavy lineup right yeah. there. Maybe I'll have, to, I'll have to post that one. I'll see if I can get that one out. Yeah. But uh, that was a sick part. Yeah, just, just that lineup alone. <laughs> that, that, yeah, those days were some of the best. What is Dave Jacobs up to? I think he might live in Long Beach, something. He doesn't ride anymore, does he? I've no idea. So, Winston, come on. Yeah, there's a there's a dog running around. If, if I don't know if you can hear it, but yeah. Um, what was your favorite video part that you put out? Because you have like a, a, a plethora. What, which one's like... Honestly, this one, the newest. Really? Yeah. Um, really? Well, because... No, well, <laughs> no, like, yeah, I, I, yeah, it means the most to me, this one probably, you know? Well, I think about when... I don't, there's a lot that I don't like, you know? Like, more that I don't like. And, and for video parts, like, I have a lot of, like, um, two-minute two minute ones that I, that I really like. A lot of internet ones, but nothing that's been, like four minutes you know that that i've been like really stoked on you know well i always think when i think back at like any video part i put out i always try to think about like when i was at the time in my life when i was like you know like you're either like on your way in or you're like yeah. right in the mix or you're kind of like on your way out yeah. and i always think about the video parts like when i was like right in the mix but um, the, t the times that i was really like on it and really good i wasn't filming and you know what I mean? Like I wasn't filming parts when I was really like on it, you know? Yeah. Um, like and then when I did have time to chant field parts, I feel like it was times that I was like transitioning or something from dirt to street or something, and like you know, like parts that like I like just was wasn't happy with, or I didn't have an eye and I didn't know how to film and stuff, you know? Right. Uh, but you also had to like kind of deal with a lot of injuries yeah throughout your career yeah because uh, I remember there was a, always a time when like I don't know it seemed like you always like 
at least once a year you had to deal with like some shitty injury, whether it was like your knee. Um, yeah, I was always breaking something. <laughs> it was always, yeah. I did have a lot of injuries. But like silly stuff. Uh, yeah, like some, well, I don't know, some broken legs, broken femurs, broken this, broken Broken that. femur. Should we talk about the uh, Superman cover? Yeah, we can. <laughs> Here's how I remember the story. Yeah, well, I want to hear how you remember it, then I'll tell you how I remember um, it. I was in town, like, I, I, I would come out every winter and, and ride with yeah. you guys, and uh, we met up with Z, we're going to shoot some photos for Ride, N- not really knowing you know, what it was going to be, what, what we were shooting for. And I remember you and, and uh, Enns giving me a bunch of shit as we're on our way there. And Enns is like, why are we even going to do this? You're just going to be shooting for, like, the subscription card for... <laughs> are you going to be, like, a, you know... I uh, do <laughs> Download the, the latest screensaver. Yeah. Um, Get this I, free ride hat or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But, uh... So we're riding the ditch spot, and it's just like a... Someone had, like, put a kicker over this, like... Yeah. concrete like box jump looking thing and i'm jumping it i'm jumping it and you go what are you what are you gonna shoot <laughs> and i say uh i say oh, i'm gonna i think i'm gonna shoot a superman and you go that's what i was gonna shoot and i was like oh okay i'll just do something else you're like no 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 just do it just do the superman whatever <laughs> and then you're like oh, i'll just i'll try and three it a couple times and feel it out I was like okay whatever so i like i do the superman we shoot it not knowing where the Superman's going. Yeah. Uh, and like, you're feeling out the 360. You eat shit and you break your hip. Femur. Femur. Yeah, I cracked my femur. Uh, am I to blame <laughs> for that? Because it was yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, you are. No, no. It was like, Doyle stole my cover. I, it probably wouldn't have been a cover because my Superman would probably wouldn't have been nearly as good. But. Well, I'm, t- I'm just taller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's clearly it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I got a good, I got a decent Superman. I got a decent too. What? No, you you do have a really good Superman. You have a really good Superman sea crab. I haven't done one of those in ages, but yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, it's funny because like I, I remember like uh, actually it was ends that broke your femur officially. No, he didn't break it. He let me know it was broken. Why? How was that? So yeah. So long story short. Doyle stole my cover and then um, I fell straight to my hip like off the top of a wedge like probably like like far like yeah definitely cracked it I was limping yeah limping out of there and I was like I I was on crutches for a good like five days like you were already gone like gone and stuff and then me and ends like um, I forget people were in town or something Rob Wise maybe like we were in town and we were in the van and someone cut someone cut ends off, and ends had to slam on the brakes. And I planted my foot down, and I fu- I like nearly almost passed out because that I still I, that's the worst pain I ever felt in my life. Is like I don't know what happened. Like me p- planting my foot might have like shifted and made the bone like open up or something like that. And I was like I like got on the floor and like was in tears. And then they drove me straight to the hospital, and the guy's like, yo, you, you cracked your femur, like, halfway through. Like, and it was, like, up near the ball area, like, way top. So when I did that, then I, like, got all these pamphlets for people that are, like, 65 and older that have, like, slipped in the bathtub or something like that. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. There's nothing you do about it, though, you know? You're just on crutches for the next few, like, 
for like three to six, three months or whatever, waiting for it to heal. So, yeah, I got lucky on that one, he said, because if I, if I broke it where it was, it would have just been the ball, like, inside the thing, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't have been good. Now, um, so Ooh. I'd like to, I'll, I'll take this public opportunity to, uh, oh, you don't have to apologize. Apologize. I would have done. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> Did get a cover though. Uh yeah. Yeah. And if I remember, wasn't your bulge like sticking out and people commenting on that or something? That was uh, <laughs> this is my pants. You know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, Tony Hamlet took that in a whole different direction. He's like, dude, look at the bulge. <laughs> Let me fix your your thing here. Shirt folded down. That's funny. Um, yeah, but now if you want to, um, one thing you mentioned that you, you you'd want to talk about is the uh, like early in early early influences, yeah. and you were really inspired by. Um, well, let me start this over again. Uh, I think you were influenced by a lot of the things that I was influenced by as well like especially being on the east coast with like the videos and the trail scenes that were like of that era yeah um when you were did you get to go to you went to like all these legendary spots you went yeah did you go to posh i've i've got i've got to ride posh once for a half hour then it rained so you got to ride um and you said you went to push as well that 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 was i can still remember that was the best day I've ever had riding on a bike. I can still like bring it back and know that like the best day I've ever had on a bike was riding that day. Cause that, that was like such a, like, I don't know if kids have that to, to like do now or what to look forward to or something. But I, I feel like back then they, like there was these scenes that maybe they do now, but I'm just, I'm old and I don't really like, you know, but but there was these scenes like in different parts, like like Fort Wayne and Push and Posh and Seven Eleven, and there was a such like, like I looked up to them like crazy, and their their whole scenes like I wanted that so bad, and like like a lot of the guys were kind of mysteries to you, and you'd like you'd see them and you'd be like, you'd try to find out more information about them, but you couldn't, you know what I mean? Like it was such like a, a mystery thing. You'd be like, who is that guy? I seen him and I know he's done a few tricks. And it was just like, like, I still like watch those videos now and it gives me that same feeling, you know? Like You still watch like the old push oh, videos? Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, I know what you're saying because like the guys in the videos, like in, in the push videos and like 1201 and Juvenile Tricky, they weren't like big time. Yeah, they riders. weren't top pros and that's why like, You'd get videos of it, and they wouldn't come out too often, but when you do, you just, like, the group of guys in the trails, and, and the trails were, like, like, I dreamed of going there, like, literally, like, dreamed. It was, like, seriously, when I, and when I finally did, like, I, I went there in 90, 97, yeah, on a trip, and that trip was crazy, like, um, so it was to South Park. Yeah, you didn't go that year. You missed. You missed the last year of push. I know. Like that, dude. That's yeah. So that that was the best time ever. But I went with two older guys. Well, older meaning eighteen. Yeah. I was fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. And we drove there. We slept in a truck stop, like halfway there. And they were in a two door, uh, 
like a big, a big two door car and they fell asleep in the front seat and I was in the back seat and I was like 15 and so nervous to, I had to go pee so fucking bad and I was scared to wake them up. So I was sitting in the back seat, like almost pissing myself, sweating, drenched in Pennsylvania sweat, like in the back seat of a car with no AC, but like I wouldn't change it for the world. Like that shit was like, I still remember it. Like it was the best. And then we finally made it to Pittsburgh. We rolled into Pittsburgh at 7 a.m. and we got to push at 7 a.m. I showed up there. It was, yeah, it was daylight. Jerry, Jerry was riding already. Jerry was there. At 7 a.m.? Yeah. Like, Jesus. dude, you rolled up. He was there riding. So we got there and Jerry's like, follow me through. And I'm like, I was so like, I'm not good enough to ride these. This is like the trails I've been looking at my whole like for years and like wanting to go. And then I went and I made it first first through first time and then dude didn't rode the most of my life for the next like four days like non-stop from morning till night yeah you rode push for four days well well it might have been three okay so yeah so we were there rode for the for the contest probably get on friday contest is on saturday and then probably rode sunday you know so it was amazing that's sick and i remember brennan brown was there too and he was one of the first pros i ever met and i was like damn that's brennan brown was he pretty cool I, I don't know. Like, I, I met him and he was, yeah, he was, I don't know. He was just riding too, you know? But yeah. I didn't, like, ask him anything. I was just like, hi, you know, something. I probably didn't even talk to him. Yeah. Like, you know? Um, yeah, I, I sh- unfortunately, yeah, I, I didn't go. I, I was still too young to travel. Like, yeah. there's no way my parents would have let me go. Yeah, and that, that, that I talked to my, to my girl about this now. I'm like, dude, my, I can't, like, believe that I got to go on these trips at that age. You know what I mean? Like, what? It's a different world now. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, I have like a, a nephew who's 16. There's no way his parents would like let him go and do anything like that. Like, uh, I went to a contest in like Virginia Beach when I was a kid. Yeah. When I was like 15, no money. My mom's like, yeah, have fun. Dude, I don't. She didn't ask me where I was gonna stay or what I was yep. gonna, like. I'm sorry, I'm just going to this contest in Virginia Beach, like four <laughs> hours away. Dude, so that at that contest, so so we got there and then got to the race and everyone just stayed at the race. And those guys, the older guys, they were they were like they already had somewhere to stay. They're like, okay, fine. I slept on the green fake grass outside of their car. Jesus. Yeah. That's uh, it's got to be a hard concept for people to understand. And it was like it did didn't bother me one bit at all. No, because like, you were just <laughs> yeah. stoked. You're riding. You're riding yeah. push. Um, what other riders were there that day? Like, mm. was like Bennett, Wingding. Dude, well not, well not that day, but over the weekend, everyone you can think of. It was like a lot of the footage is in um, FBM Live Fast Die. Like all that push footage is from that that day when Nasty like comes down and flips the huge one at the bottom of the hill. Yeah, that's that day. Oh yeah, like when when Duncan ran into Lavin and made him fall there. That's that day. Like, okay. Yeah. Winkleman like ate shit super bad, like and tumbled down the hill. Oh, yeah. That's that day. Like that whole day, like it was dude, it was just like like every dude you'd wanna see was there, you know? Bennett was there, but he showed up with his girlfriend and looked at the jumps and didn't ride and I was so bummed. Dude. I was so bummed. What a superstar. Which, which, which understandable, you probably uh, nah, he should have rode, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, damn, why isn't Bennett riding? But that day, yeah, that that whole weekend was amazing, man. Like I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, Fuzzy was digging. Like I remember that one clip. I think Fuzzy dude, has in a video fully. digging. Yeah, that that was that day. I remember Fuzzy digging, like taking time just to show respect and like dig and stuff. Yeah. Wow. So like, 
that's pretty rad that you got to experience that because I mean I don't know what kids you know what videos are watching yeah. now or what like what they're sweating but like to be able to you know fulfill that that dream of getting to ride that spot with all those guys like that's yeah pretty was, special deal yeah it was like yeah it's an all-time best day riding yeah damn that's yeah. sick it was rad um but yeah so we'll we'll uh do you want to go back to like kind of where we were we were talking yeah yeah um or is there like any other kind of like spots like legendary uh, things you got to do that i didn't oh, get to uh, do yeah i didn't want to talk about that weekend a little more the push the south park weekend but okay yeah. but even then like yeah so jerry was like so that weekend at south park jerry made finals that was his first finals at a concert con- contest and it was like uh you remember that clip and pop yeah and, you guys are all like yeah wrestling. yeah so that was that was like that made them the the weekend even crazier that jerry made finals and did all that so that that was just an insane weekend yeah and seeing dudes like remember what koviak did barred a no-footed can and me and my buddy like what the fuck <laughs> like how is that even like possible we couldn't fathom it you know like how someone could even do that and crandall pushed me over a fence nice because he had a broken leg at the time and i think we were cheering for jerry and i stepped on his broken leg and he like pushed me over the fence such a bully yeah still tell him about that one <laughs> um yeah i fully remember that when you guys were like wrestling with jerry yeah i, I saw you standing there. you had the uh you had the like the ringer shirt on the yeah yeah dude ringers were popular then yeah, yeah. man that was yeah that was the best year though no, that was amazing that's sick man and then like the next well i guess it wasn't the next year but like two years later you're in the mix yeah which is crazy yeah that's sick man you missed out on that year yeah thanks <laughs> damn um so i i didn't mention um your stint on fly bicycles yeah because you had a pretty good uh you had like a pretty long stand with uh with fly as well it was a couple of years yeah it was a few years that's yeah. pretty because it was like just you and punjab yeah and like sergio yeah. yeah um well actually it was like you and punjab were like representing like yeah that, you guys well, were basically the yeah that's why i was on dk and then dk started distributing fly and then they were they were like hey we got this new company in and i never even heard of fly and it was still basically like i was riding for steve anyways you know so so like that so they were like oh, yeah we're gonna put you on fly and i was like that's fine i'm still dealing with the same people yeah the same everything you know so. well yeah i my entire time on on dk it was like i don't really ride for dk i ride for steve buttendeck that's how i always treated yeah. it and it, it, it kind of sounds like it was the same deal yeah, like yeah, you're still yeah, dealing yeah. with the people that yeah. were working at system which was like buttendeck yeah those guys and then we filmed uh the system video yeah see i hate that like i hate that part so you hate much. that part i hate it dude to the bangle song that i hate that part like why despise it. I, it just because i was in that like i didn't know like wasn't knowing how to like film like what i could do you know what i mean hmm yeah, okay i seriously hate that part well, screw that part then <laughs> yeah dude wasn't it the opener yeah and i was always so bummed like Jeez. that it was because I yeah I just at that point I don't think I knew like what I could do you know what I mean like I was still learning okay yeah like what my what 
you know what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have to talk about that part. Yeah. No, we can talk about it if you want. No, I wanted because I, I I'd be more psyched if you're psyched on it because I hate it so much. Yeah. No, I was I was stoked on. It. I thought really? it was a good representation of like that time period. Yeah. In uh, like see, I just felt it was sloppy and I didn't know how to I didn't, couldn't know how to pick things and I wasn't u- using spots good and I was just like you know. Okay. Yeah. Your part was awesome. But, hey, yeah. thanks. But again, this isn't about <laughs> yeah. me. Uh, what haven't we talked about? Mm-hmm. That was like kind of. Um, I mean, we're not at the end of my yeah. notes, but uh, I, I'm not gonna give anything away. But uh, what? No, uh, I was just looking how much time you already did. Uh, what do you think? That's only been because you re-recorded. It's been about probably a little over an hour. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I didn't write down a lot of notes for you just because I've I've yeah. known you. For so long, I didn't really feel the need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can we talk a little bit about Sean Jordan? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Did you put that in your notes? No. Um, it's funny. I have this like weird fascination with the movie Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just like a it's like a cult classic, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, just I was watching it one night, and I was like uh, googling like who the actors were, and I was yeah, finding yeah. them on like Facebook, and uh, just. Uh, they all have like different Facebook pages and there's like a whole uh, there's like a fan page for the Monroeville Mall where, where <laughs> yeah, they film yeah. that, that oh he'd movie. be stoked if you lived near the mall he'd be well stoked. on every page that I looked at he comments no no uh, it was like you have one mutual friend <laughs> and I'm like who and it was all it was your brother yeah he's a horror fan he's but uh, your brother was a bike rider too yeah that's like as far as I can remember, that's how I got into, like, we always had a skateboard or a bike, and it was always because of him. And I don't know I don't know where he saw it from, but I got it from him. And, like, yeah, seriously, from, like, since, like, 84, since I could remember, I was, like, on a bike or a skateboard. Yeah, always. Okay. So it was good having an older brother because you got, he was a little older, so he would bring the stuff, and then I'd get to trickle down to me, you know? Okay. Um, you mentioned, uh, this is a funny, this funny like, off thing. Uh, have you ever taught a legendary pro skater a skate trick? Oh, yeah, Andy McDonald. Yeah, yeah, sex change. What yeah. is a sex change? Sex change is just a kickflip, but your body switches. Okay. So the board stays straight and then your body switches. Yeah. And you taught Andy McDonald how to do a sex change? Yeah, which is weird because, yeah, he's from the Boston area and he would teach a clinic down the street from our house. And he was probably like 14 years old. And he taught at that clinic, and I'd go to the clinic, and I was probably, like, five. Like, okay. five years old or something. Like, I was really good at skateboarding. Like, used to, like, bomb handrails, like, hold the board and then jump on and grind down the rail and stuff. Caveman like, style? Yeah, caveman, yeah. So, yeah. I was really good at skateboarding, yeah. But he was there, and then I remember teaching him. Yeah. He's like, how do you do that? Yeah. So, yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's why I, I always, like, trip out. I wonder, like, if I, if I skateboarded, like... Where I would be. <laughs> yeah, everyone kind of has yeah, I know. Yeah, those yeah. few things, like yeah. where, like if if you had stayed with, I don't know, yeah. people, like if yeah, you yeah. stayed with baseball or soccer yeah. or something. Like baseball, too, I wish. What what could have been? Well, because you, I, yeah. I think a lot of people assume like, oh, I because you because you went this far in something, you'd, yeah. you assume you'd yeah. If yeah. I made it this far in BMX, I probably if I'd stuck yeah, with yeah, soccer, yeah. I would be you know playing which in the MLS, yeah. which I mean it's a whole different thing. Yeah, way bigger. A lot more fish in that sea to pick from. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So you're 38 years old now. Yeah. As, as you mentioned before, we're pushing 40. Um, I still think like, you know, it, if you stay healthy, I still think you have like, you know, some good years left in you. Yeah. Is there anything like you haven't accomplished yet that you're like really pushing for? That big U.S. win, man. <laughs> that big U.S. win. The fall in the berm. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it just made me think of that. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah. We talked about that in, in, uh, in my, my uh, podcast with Bennett. Yeah, you did. Bennett just brought it up out of nowhere. Yeah, I know. It made um, me laugh. Dude, that was part of that year when you were like, yeah. you're, you're big That was when I was year. off Schwinn, and I was like, right in there, yeah. How many people could three-whip a set that big? So this, this takes place at the, uh, the contest in Oceanside, uh, Van, Big Vans Contest. This is like maybe two years before the Dew Tour came into play. Yeah. Um, maybe only you and Lavin could have tailed up that first set. Three-whip, three-whip. What did I say? Just tail-up? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. 360 tail-up on that first set, which was like huge. And back in, in my mind, I pictured it as a huge set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. No, see, the, backs, the, the first sets were different back then. They were like six-foot lips that were really far, as opposed to now they're like eight-foot lips, but really tall and almost safe. Yeah. You know, you can like slide down them. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, does that make sense? But those, I think if you're crashing, you're fucking going down because they were like five foot lips with like really far though you know yeah but i always like those better um just tell the story <laughs> from the beginning all right we'll get into this again yeah so uh <laughs> first off we'll make it um me and bennett made finals and you didn't yeah you talked about that yeah bennett brought, yeah, um yeah yeah i think everyone beat me at that yeah so <laughs> so so anyways, yeah, I came down to it, and I was like, I had two good runs, or something. and um, me and Nyquist were on the deck, and um, I forget what, he maybe wanted to flip bar the first set or something like that, and I was like, damn, I want a three-weapon or something, so we were like, damn, what's um, flip a coin, and like, it, we'll see if we do it or something, so I ended up like, however the game happened, I had to do it, and I was like, all right, so I flipped, I landed, went down. Three whipped the first set, and then didn't think I was going to pull that. Like, I don't, I don't know what I thought was going to happen. And then just did, like, an X up or whatever. Then a three. Went to go around the opposite berm for me, and then front wheel goes over the top. And then that, that ended it. And it was actually a pretty big slam. Like, <laughs> dude, it, no, you, like, when your front tire goes over a berm, you get messed up. Like, one, Stephen Murray broke his whole face one time doing right. that. Yeah. Man, so that one still hurts. <laughs> it's still there. I still like to see what would have happened if I pulled that. Well, yeah, you were, you probably, I mean, depend, depending on what you'd done on the last set. Yeah. You probably would have won the contest. Yeah. Just because it was that big of a deal. And I remember everyone cheering and going crazy. And then it was like, every, just, oh, <laughs> like he went over the berm. Like I didn't even see you go over the berm because I was like slapping high fives with everybody i'm like oh my buddy's gonna win this and then it was just like oh like what happened dude he went over the berm man it just the front wheel too high went in ray finkled that shit (laughs) laces out (laughs) the laces were in man dude oh man i'm sorry yeah it didn't know it's it hey it is what it is it gets gotten more hey if i would have pulled that wouldn't have got as much um talk as it is now 
fucking 17 years later, so it's kind of funny. I've gotten 17 years of jokes from my friends, so I think that's worth it. You know what? I had almost, I can't believe we almost got through this entire podcast without talking about that. I know. And I apologize to the listeners who've just been waiting for it, but uh, that's such a legendary biz story. Oh, but man. so you're, you're still holding out for that big US win? Yeah, n that ain't going to happen, but... Um, but I, 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 like I said, like you're 38, but I still think like if you keep on the same path, like there's no reason. It's just, it's just now these days, it's more mental than everything, than anything. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel bad at all. Like I feel like I can do like anything I did before. But yeah. It's just, it's, it's just getting yourself to do it. You know what I mean? Right. And then the bigger thing it, like these days is having, it's more motivation and people to ride with because just as you know, as you get older, you you lose who you were riding with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, I don't have that many people to ride with anymore. You no, know? I like, do, neither do I. Yeah, and that's, that's like a main part of it if for, for me is that having people to ride with, you know? It's just, I don't know, just your generation changes and, and, and younger kids, they're into different things. It's, that's, the, that's been the, bit, the hardest part of getting older as a pro. You know what, that's true. That's um, the hardest part. Because yeah, you have less and less people that are living the same lifestyle that yeah. you're living. Um, like I have a, I mean, but even, but even if I want to ride, like I want to, like I want, I still want to ride and like do stuff on a certain level. And like, I don't really have that as much with people my age, you know, so man, that's a really good point. That's yeah. That's been the hardest. That's been the hardest part of getting older and being a pro. I'd say like how many guys in their late thirties yeah. are still like super motivated yeah. to go out there and like, film and edit or yeah. like just even like push themselves yeah. or progress like i'm sure getting someone that just wants to cruise and do manuals at the parks yeah. usually not that hard but like yeah i could i could see that as as uh I, I, that makes perfect sense yeah. and i've never even thought about it but yeah. like even at home like i have friends uh to ride with but they ride when they get off work yeah and it's like oh we're, we're going to the trails and it's six o'clock and i'm like Damn, it's like dinner time, man. Like, I, I, I gotta eat with my wife yeah, and my yeah, kid. Yeah. Like, it, it definitely uh, as you get older, it definitely. Yeah. You know what? That's that's awesome that you brought that up. I've never even thought about that. Yeah, yeah. The, for me, that's been the hardest part. Like, because I feel like if I had, I don't know, just sometimes you're like, I don't know, I can't. It's harder to ride with younger kids, and like, it's like we don't have the same jokes, and like, it's different, you know. So yeah. I haven't. Yeah. I, like, I haven't been able to find that as much out here, you know, like a crew. So that's. I'd say that's been the hardest part. It hasn't been like riding ability or anything like that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, but it's weird because it doesn't seem like anyone out here has jobs. <laughs> so it doesn't. Seem yeah, but it's just I don't know. It's different crowd, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah, I get that. No, I'm yeah. I'm fully I'm 100% with you and I'm I'm glad you brought that up. That's cuz there might be yeah, there might be like, you know, a 22 two-year-old that's listening right now and doesn't really understand what we're yeah. saying, but like, yeah, as you get older, like you see those people drop off more yeah. and more and more. Like as soon as like ends left, that was like like when when ends was here, that was amazing, you know? Like I, lo I loved having him here. Um yeah, ends lived in Corona with Yeah, you. yeah. So that was some of the best times ever, you know? Yeah, but, you always have someone to ride with. Yeah. And like, and he was like a little bit older than me, so it was even better, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like if this guy's still that motivated, yeah. like, why shouldn't you be? So that made it even easier. But as soon as he left, it was like, yeah. So is there any kind? Do you have any kind of endpoint? Are you just like, I mean, just gonna like, see what happens from here? I'm almost to the point. Like I don't. I've always been like, I won't allow myself to 
not feel good on my bike. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I won't allow it. Like, I don't know if that, like, I don't know why, but I just... You're, like, you're, you're working hard to maintain yeah, that yeah. comfort like, level. Yeah, I don't want to, like, I don't want to not feel good on my bike, you know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. And, and you still have, like, good support from sponsors. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're on uh, Verde. Verde, yeah. Um, yeah. So you're still with Steve Bundeck. Yeah, exactly, like, full and, circle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Demolition. Yeah. Um, how long, you've been on Demolition for a long time. It'll be almost, yeah, it'll be almost 20 years soon. 20 years, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Not 20 years yet. It's like 18 now or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you... It'd be like 2001 or... No, 2002. So, almost yeah, when, still, like, Demolition first started, right? They started in, like, 2000. Yeah, so... Okay. Oh, yeah, so is it on your shirt right there? Oh, <laughs> does it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Since 2000. You. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, so that's right. You still have, like, support from, yeah. you know, good brands out there. Yeah. And uh, are you still on um, Eastern Border? No, I've lost touch with them in a long time. I, I'm like pusher now, so Clay. And oh, all that that's stuff. right. Yeah, that's right. So. Is East, Eastern Border? I think it's still around. Yeah, okay. it's still around, but I don't know as much. But I've lost contact with the people over there like a long time ago. But they were like my very first sponsor, like paid for the Christmas Classic contest and okay. all that stuff like that. So that was that dude Sean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally forgot about Pusher, about Clay. Yeah. Um, but that's what, uh, Pusher is the, the mail order brand. Yep. Okay. They got a pretty cool team. It's like yeah, you it's awesome. He did, Darden. We do awesome trips, like me, Darden, Dennis. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, dude, why can't, he's going to kill me. I can't think of his name. <laughs> I'm trying a blank. You'll have to edit this out. Um, Seth. Yeah, Seth Klinger. Seth goes, Klinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I was just drawing a blank so much. Yeah, trying. Dude, that yeah. happens to me all the time. Yeah, yeah. Must be part of getting older. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I like everything that we've talked about. Is yeah. there like anything I left out that? Actually, I do want to like talk about one thing because I, I've, every, I've probably gotten more. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> I've probably gotten more comments about this over the years than anything. Anything. Do you want to? Do you want to start it out, dude? That's how I remember it. Um, <laughs> and I. Okay, you're talking about the passport story? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I've probably gotten more comments about that and everything, like still on Instagram and still, and I'm like, I'm like, motherfuckers. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like Doyle just blew, me up, blew up my spot on the video, and then I've, it's been forever. Well, here's how I remember it. Okay, let's And hear. this is, this is two, year 2000. Mm -hmm. You get invited to a contest in Japan. Yep. Because you're a contest guru back then. Yeah. So you get... Invited to a contest to in Japan, and you're staying at my house yeah. at this time, and we have to scramble to get you a passport. And yeah. we're scrambling so hard that we even got to the uh, to the post office where, where we were going to fill out all the forms. Um, we got there late, yeah. and they were getting ready to close, and we had to get these forms done. And it's like a mad dash, and you keep asking me. And this is what I remember. You're like. Well, shouldn't I put your address so it so we make sure that it gets mailed to the correct place? No, it was because I was filling out the form and they wanted to know all your information. And I was like, well, I don't want to put my... Because you needed to put all your information where you're born and everything. And I didn't want all that information and then me fill it out and have it be sent to Massachusetts. So I'm like, Doyle, should I put your address so it gets sent there? And that's where the big mix-up was. And I'm like... 
Yeah, of course. Like, I don't want my passport to be sent to Massachusetts, obviously. So I'm like, should I put your address? But then if I put my, if I put your address, that's not where I was born or anything. So shit could get messed up, you know, in the system. Right. All right. So you but, somehow changed this all around and made it. <laughs> I, you know, I might have embellished the story yeah. a little bit, but the frustration, like the woman, you know, these. Oh, dude, I had like fucking like. The yeah. disgruntled postal worker that was trying to help us out. She was just like, pre- hey, sir, sir, we're getting ready to close. If you can hurt yeah. And you're like, I'm not done yet. Yeah, I was losing my mind and like the pressure. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So um, this is, I guess this is the second time in this podcast. I'll, I'll formally apologize for embarrassing Biz <laughs> in one of the most iconic videos. Thank you. I get time. like, yeah, dude, I get more shit for that than ever. Then I'm like, you guys don't even know. I'm like, dude. Um, I apologize for embellishing the story, but I wasn't completely making things up. The frustration was real. Yeah, the frustration was real, but the frustration had nothing to do with any of it. Um, it, had, it basically made me look like an idiot saying, should I put your address or mine? Like, yeah. Okay. Okay, yes. Okay. That Thank should, you. Eight, fucking 18 years later, it's finally cleared up. Dude, that's that. what these things are all about. <laughs> yeah. It's like clearing the air and uh, uh, I... I I sincerely apologize, but uh, that's fine. Your friendship I'll... has always been uh, really valuable to me, and I, I've right. always I'm I'm really psyched that we're you know, you know right. both still here to be able to have these conversations. And I, I got you back by rubbing dirty bugs on your face with a <laughs> with a fucking uh, squeegee in the middle of the desert. I wanted so. to kill you. I know. I've um, never <laughs> for you guys. I've never seen Doyle pissed off, but I pissed him off. <laughs> we were we were driving from. Uh, Pennsylvania to Las Vegas in the DK truck and uh, I forget where the hell we were somewhere like in the Dude. desert and there's like nothing but bugs <laughs> all over the windshield of the the RV and biz is uh, we stop at a gas station and biz is uh, cleaning all the bugs off of the the windshield with a squeegee and I, I look at the squeegee and there's just bugs all over it and I'm like man are those bugs and he takes the squeegee and he whacks me in the back with it and I'm like <laughs> And I'd already spent like a month on the road with Biz at this point. I was just like, I wanted to kill, like, like brother type shit. Like, I was like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker right now. And it was, uh, Muth had to like break us up. He's like, all right, you guys need to stop. No, right. and do you remember what I said to you that made it worse or yeah, something? Yeah, take off your fucking skirt, Doyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, fucking take off your skirt, Doyle. Quit fucking being a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah. That's the type of relationship that, yeah. that me and Biz have had. That's pretty funny. But that yeah, dude is Cheers. all good. <laughs> 20 plus years of friendship. Yeah. 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 So, uh, shit, I hope you guys enjoyed this. This is a lot of fun. That was a good way to end it. I appreciate it. Yeah, cleared up a few things. Hopefully they made it that far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you've listened, I'll put that at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> okay, so that cool. It immediately clears the yeah. end. Because, awesome. uh, yeah, people want to know about that stuff. But thanks a lot. Thanks so much for being on my awesome. podcast. Awesome. Thank you.